Hi, y'all. It's Dana just coming at you to let you know, since you're listening to older podcasts and maybe you haven't heard yet, I now train and certify decluttering coaches in my no mess decluttering process. Go find out if there is a coach who is near you who can help lead you through the decluttering process. Go to declutteringcoaches.com. That's my website. Everyone listed there is trained and certified by me. We now have coaches all over the world. If there's not somebody near enough to you that they can come and help you in person, most of our coaches also offer virtual coaching. And that has helped a lot of people be very successful in working through their clutter. If you are interested in becoming a decluttering coach, go to declutteringcoaches.com, find out about taking the decluttering coach training course and find out what it means to then pursue certification. All right, now go enjoy the podcast. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Welcome to A Slob Comes Clean, the podcast. I am Dana K. White. I blog over at aslobcomesclean.com. That is where I share my personal deslobification process. As I figure out ways to keep my own home under control, I share the truth about cleaning and organizing strategies that actually work in real life for real people people who don't love cleaning and organizing. Thanks for joining me today. Uh, this is podcast number 304, and I am talking with Casey. And we are talking about, you know, you know, when you like have ideas, like pretty, pretty decent predictions of how the future is going to go. Like, these are the things that I, I feel pretty confident. I mean, obviously, sometimes things don't work out, but like, I feel pretty confident that this is going to happen in my future. So how do you make those decisions about what to go ahead and have, what to keep that you really legitimately might need in the future. Um, we talk about practical organization tips and we talk about the difference in being efficient with your planning versus procrastinating. Like, am I over planning to the point where I'm actually just making excuses for not actually just going ahead and getting it done? That kind of thing. So, um, that's what we are talking about today. And I think you're going to love this conversation. Um, before we get started though, I did want to remind you that, uh, October 5th, I will be doing the live webinar. It's going to be about two hours long because I talk a lot, um, about on this subject because it's one of my favorite subjects about um, my book publishing journey and generally just the overall, like how it is, what's the behind the scenes on how it is that I started out just wanting to be a writer and, now it's like a business. So anyway, um, I, I just get questions about that a lot. So I'm putting this together so that it exists for people who have those questions. Because um, it's not a super simple, quick answer. That's the thing. Somebody says, hey, so how'd you get to the point where you are? I'm like, well, it's a really long story. So I'm gonna tell that long story. Anyway, if you want to um, be part of that, even if you can't be there on the 5th, it'll be recorded and available. Um, it is just go to aslobcomesclean.com slash write. W-R-I-T-E. Okay, here is my conversation with Casey. Okay, Casey, 
That's how you say your name, correct? Yes, ma'am. I'm so thankful for you coming on today. Tell me about you. Tell me about your unique life situation. All right. Well, my name is Casey. Um, I live in Oklahoma. Um, I am married to my husband. We've been married. I say we're still newlyweds. I mean, we've been married for almost three years now. That counts. Um, (laughs) Good. We have a dog and we don't have any children yet. Um, We are renting right now while we're building a home. I, we both uh, work full time. I'm, um, I've been in finance for about eight years um, and I love my job and that's about it. (laughs) Very cool. So you're renting, are you renting a house, an apartment? It's an apartment. Um, I lived here for, I've lived here in total for six years. So I lived here by myself and then we got married and then my husband, I upgraded to a bigger apartment and my husband moved in after we got married. Um, so we have accumulated a lot of things. Uh, I already had a lot of things before I was married. So, um, we, you know, got lots more stuff and it reminds me a lot of, yeah, it reminds me a lot of your story that, you know, as I've been listening to you and, you know, in your books and in your podcast, you know, you talk about whenever you were first married, um, and just like, you know, accumulating stuff and, it's been a struggle for sure, <laughs> but we're, we're working it out. And then as we're, as we're moving right now, I'm really learning all of the things that maybe I saved that I wanted for the house that we're moving into. I don't necessarily, you know, need anymore. And so I'm learning a lot about myself throughout this whole moving process. Where are you in the process? How, how far away is it? We close at the end of this month. Oh so my goodness. We're almost there. <laughs> So and there okay, are boxes so when you, around me right now. Oh yeah. Well, and that's what's so hard is it's like this is temporary, but it's almost not temporary anymore. And then it's going to be final. And um, so when you build a house, do you close right before you move in? Yes. So we'll okay. close the morning and then we'll move in the next the next day. We have a okay. little bit of time. So wow, that's not so like, I, and I'm so fortunate because so many people, you know, you close in the morning and then you're homeless for a few hours, you close on your other house, but um, with renting, it's been really nice. Well, good, good. Yeah. Okay. So um, I, I have a feeling we're going to talk about some of that. Would that be right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but before we do go ahead and tell me some things that are working for you. So um, my husband would say doing the dishes every night is his, that's his thing. Um, that's what he loves to do. Uh, I would say actually loves is probably not the right word, but he does the dishes. He likes them being done. Yeah. (laughs) He likes them being done. He likes the clean kitchen and I can appreciate it. I love that. Um, I love that too. Um, I think the container concept was like the most eye opening thing for me. Um, that, and then take it here now, (laughs) like take it, take it where it needs to go right now. Yeah. Um, those two things have been the most profound for me. Sure. So how does that work in your, let's go ahead and talk about the temporary living space. I mean, have you found that you're able to embrace the container concept in a temporary living space or is that a, a struggle bit. for you? It's kind of been a struggle. You know, I, I didn't plan on being here for six years. I just, mm-hmm. you know, overnight you just wake up and you're like, Oh, I've been here for six years and you don't plan on accumulating the things that you've accumulated or, you know, I've got things now where it's like, I have a bunch of curtains. And I knew one day I would have a home and I needed curtains in that home. And so I would just, you know, box them up and put them in storage. And so the storage unit has been a container for me 
um, because I have this space that I pay for monthly that I can just go and put things in and I know it, that everything will fit in there. Um, but to get more granular, like even, you know, just in our, in our closet, you know, I have things that I, I now know that this is my closet and I can only have X amount of clothes and like the one in and one out rule works fantastic there. But there are things, you know, like that I'll want in my future kitchen that I'm like, well, you know, I've got, I've got this crock pot and it's great. And then I also have an instant pot and then you've got, you know, you've got, you've got other things too. And you only have space for so much. So I would say in the kitchen, it's been a little bit more of a struggle with the container concept, but my closet got that on lock right now. (laughs) So for the storage unit, how overwhelmed do you feel by that storage unit? Do you feel like you have a good grasp on what's in there? Um, I think I have a good grasp on it. I, I do like things organized and, you know, put away in spaces, but there's a lot of stuff like from when we first got married, like furniture that my husband had, and I knew we would have more bedrooms one day. I I know everything that's in there, but I just know that a lot of it isn't needed. And as we're starting to like wrap up living here and we're starting to close on our house, I'm realizing, oh my gosh, we've got a lot of things that we didn't need that I thought I would need back whenever we first got married, I thought, oh, we'll need this. And I don't want to spend the money later on, but I don't know necessarily that I needed everything in that storage unit. I think I could have saved a lot of money over the years if I just would have consolidated it earlier on. Right. It's really huge as you move into your new home that you've already kind of grasped some of these things that I definitely had not grasped at all when I was, you know, going from, I mean, to me, my first home was going to be magical you know, because it was going to solve every problem. <laughs> but, right. You know, ho- hopefully right. that's going to have helped for you. <laughs> so what are some of the things you want to talk about today? Well, you know, you talked um, a couple of weeks ago, as I was listening to the podcast, you talked about making plans versus procrastinating. And I thought that that was really, really interesting. As I was talking to my husband when we were, when I was talking to him, I'm going to talk to Dana tomorrow. And I was so excited. (laughs) Um, He was like, okay, what are you going to tell her? And I was like, well, I want to be really vulnerable with her because I want to get the most out of the experience. And I want to, you know, see what advice she has. And and he was like, you know, I think you should, maybe you should tell her about how we've been unsuccessful in packing. And I was like, what are you talking about? I was offended at first. (laughs) Um, No, no, my vulnerability, not you saying what I should feel vulnerable about or whatever Let's talk about your issues. No, um, no. Uh, but what he had said and it, like I was irritated at first, but then I thought on it and I was like, you know what? He's right. When we went to go pack our things, there were, I, I feel like I have to make a plan and I have to, you know, it's, it's having that project brain, um, of like, you've got to have a list and you have to have boxes and you have to have the stuff for it. Um, and then as we're getting closer and closer to like closing on our home, I'm realizing I have not packed anything because I had to have this plan. Um, and he was like, you know, Casey, you had, we, we spent a whole Saturday one day and we only packed two boxes and he's so, he's so gracious with me. He's so gracious and patient. But, um, I was like, you know, you're right. You know, cause I felt like I had to have everything perfect and I had to have this project and I had to follow my plan. And then I realized, you know, I just haven't gotten a lot done because I kind of sat on it and felt like I had you focused to have on plan. the plan. Yeah. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. 
That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Projects, so many projects. Taking care of all the things gets overwhelming. So when I get that feeling of overwhelm, I know I need to take steps to make my mental well-being a priority. Having someone to talk to, like a better help therapist, can really help. This time of year is always busy, but with my youngest child graduating from high school, we have lots of extra projects that need my attention. I know from experience that these are the times when it feels extra helpful and essential to talk through my emotions with my therapist. BetterHelp makes it easy to connect with a licensed therapist. The online platform simplifies the process. It's accessible and affordable. After answering a short questionnaire, you can choose whether you prefer to meet via phone call, video, or live chat, and you can plan your sessions at your convenience to suit your schedule. Find your social sweet spot with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash clean today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash clean. This episode is sponsored by Acorns. Wouldn't it be great to be able to save and invest using your spare change while shopping for your favorite brands? You can with Acorns. Their investing app allows you to take small actions today that will have the potential to make a massive impact on your future. From Acorns, Mighty Oaks do grow. Acorns makes it easy to start automatically saving and investing for your future. You don't need a lot of money or expertise to invest with Acorns. In fact, you can get started with just your spare change. Acorns recommends an expert-built portfolio that fits you and your money goals, then automatically invests your money for you. My young adult sons think Acorns is the coolest thing and easiest thing ever. I wasn't thinking about investing at their age, but I am so glad that they are. Acorns is a simple tool designed to improve lives. Head to acorns.com Dana or download the Acorns app to start saving and investing for your future today. Paid non-client endorsement may not be representative of all clients. Tier one compensation provided. Compensation provides an incentive to positively promote Acorns. View important disclosures at acorns.com slash Dana, including the loss of principal. Please consider your objectives, risk tolerance, and Acorns fees before investing. Acorns Advisors, LLC. Acorns is an SEC-registered investment advisor. Brokerage services are provided to clients of Acorns by Acorns Securities, LLC. Member FINRA slash SIPC. Okay, so because here's what here's what would happen to me or what has happened to me in those similar situations is that wanting to have the perfect plan then means I don't get as much done, which then means in the end, I'm forced to throw everything into boxes. And then I'm mad because I'm not using the plan at all because I have put my, you know, so it's kind of finding that, that medium place of working methodically instead of making a big plan that then because of the plan, I don't get to use the plan. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, talked so, about that. So on that, I mean, how much do you feel like if a plan was to go perfectly, how much do you feel like you could pack up at this point? You said it's the end of this month. So we're talking two weeks away. Yep. Yeah. Less than two weeks now. Um, You're almost (laughs) at the point where you can justify getting takeout because everything is packed, right? Yes. And I love that. (laughs) Okay. Well then that's a goal, right? (laughs) Right. Well, I mean, for this, my main thing would be to, you know, take this thing that you know about the container concept and go ahead and start 
packing, thinking of the container concept, thinking of I'm going to first pack my favorite stuff, like my absolutely, I cannot wait to use this in my new home. And it's also going to give me an excuse to get takeout, you know, or whatever, but like, (laughs) but these are my things that I'm absolutely going to do. And just the, the process of doing that, first of all, it's going to move you forward, but it's also, that's where the real learning happens. You know, all these things that you're trying to predict in your planning, it's really hard when then those things don't necessarily play out in real life, which we already know they haven't, right? Because you've only packed two boxes or whatever, however many boxes you've done, but It's not playing out. So going ahead and doing things and saying, I'm going to perfect my plan as I go. But more important than the plan is getting some boxes packed with my favorite stuff first. Yeah. 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 I love that. That's really great advice. You know, you talked about that and how to manage your home without losing your mind where you would go and, you know, make your list and then you would lose the list. It's just that nothing ever goes as planned. Um, and so especially in a moving situation, you're going to lose it. Right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. So I love that, that, that really helps. Um, and, and I love the container concept and, and knowing that I can apply it in the move too is, is helpful for my brain. Yeah. Well, and I think it's that idealism, that idealism that just unfortunately tends to backfire. You know, I mean that, that idealistic view of what I want moving to be like which it ultimately can only be like that on paper, but it being like that on paper doesn't actually get me moved. Like, yeah, that's hard. I wish it wasn't For that sure. way. Yeah, I know I, I do too, but you know, I think it, it resonated so deeply with me whenever you were talking about it, because it really applies to all aspects of my life. You know, even in business, how I feel like I've got to type up or draft the perfect email or, you know, I'm, I'm deploying a project. And so there there's timelines, there's steps, you know, you talk about whenever you're, you know, directing a play about like all the steps that go into that and, and how it's, everything is so project based in our lives. And so that's a real hurdle for me too, in business and, and in here that I, I, I have to get out of that project, that project mind with everything that I do and just sometimes just get some stuff done. Well, exactly. And I think too, one of the things that I've really come to a point um, in realizing is I love when I can be done with even just a step of something. So like, you know, I was talking to somebody recently and they were talking about email and I was like, I love to do my part in the email response. I can respond and then I archive it because at that point, you know, I think my husband would say, you know, the monkey's off of my back or whatever. I don't even know what that means, but it is. It's like, I have done my part in this. And so I can know that I'm done. And then whatever comes next is somebody else's responsibility. Now in moving, it's not exactly that way, but it's like, once something is in the box, I'm done. And when my goal becomes being done, then it also helps me to not put things in the box that is really just me procrastinating, making a decision instead saying, okay, I'm going to go through here and just do the easiest stuff. I mean, mean, that's really what it is. It's like, I'm gonna do the easiest of the easy stuff of the things. Of course, I'm going to want this in my new home. I can envision where this is going to be. And I'm going to put that in the box and it's fun. Well, those things being in the box is something done, you know, like it's, 
you're, you're finished with that until you get to the next phase, but you can't do anything with it for the next two weeks. And so you can feel that sense of accomplishment, which then is going to spur you on and it's going to make the whole, you know, you kind of have that point in moving, I think, where you hit this point of, I feel like I've already done so much and it's still overwhelming. And so I don't know that you can really avoid that, except that keeping on doing that and saying, let me do what I can do now so that then it's not weighing on my mind anymore. Right. Right. It's almost like you're, yeah, you're continuing on, you know, based on, you know, the feeling that you got with accomplishing something, it's like checking a box, you know, checking off um, something on your to-do list and it, it feels really good. So. Yeah. And that's where I've had to put a lot of, I've been trying to put a lot of value in the getting something to a point where it's not nagging on me so that it's done. And then I don't have to think about it anymore until it naturally comes back up without me having to remember that it needs to come back up. But as long as I'm still waiting to do it, it's nagging as something I'm going to have to remember. Do you know what I mean? Right. As opposed to something that's just going to naturally occur, come back up. So absolutely. So what were some other things you want to talk about? I think practical organization tips too. Um, And I'm thinking about my project, my project mind and moving into this new house and thinking about my new space and where I'm going to have all my things. You know, I, I kind of get wrapped up into like, I need to have um, the perfect like linen closet and I want it to look really pretty and I want to have baskets for my things and I want it to be nice. And then I, you know, I was driving by there one day to see if the basket would fit and it didn't fit. And I um, I was so disappointed because, you know, I wanted to plan out these little things and I feel, you know, we don't have children right now. So I can spend a lot of my free time kind of planning and, and doing stuff like that, which has been super fun for me. Um, But I get almost down in the dumps when my organization doesn't pan out for me, like I had planned. Um, so you have this Instagram picture in your mind or this Pinterest picture in your mind of how something's going to look, but you're trying to also, solve a problem before you actually have all the information. Is right. That right. Exactly. Yeah. 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 So I'm like, Oh, I need measurements. <laughs> right. Yeah. Okay. Right. So here, here's the thing too. If you go, um, here you are right now, you've got two weeks, you know, which obviously I'm sure you filled out this form when you were at a different phase in this process and all that, but you know, you, let's say you've got two weeks at this point, you have such a limited amount of time. And what needs to happen in that amount of time is the packing, you know, and probably if you start packing, you're still going to be packing two weeks from now when it's time to move, you know, like that's, that's just reality. Um, and so it's like, okay, I'm going to do this because you've had the helpful experience of, you know, having a vision for something that you didn't quite have all the information for, and then it didn't work, which is really more frustrating, but to know that, I mean, is this what you consider to be probably your forever home? We, we built it with that in mind. Yeah. Okay. So you're going to be able to unpack your linens put them in the linen closet and they're going to function just fine as you unpack everything else. And then you live with it for, you know, maybe it's a week, maybe it's a month, maybe it's two years. And then as you live with that space, you're going to go, you know, what would, what would work perfectly here? It's such and such, you know, I mean, like, I think it's that realize, and that's the problem with organizing to me is that 
trying to solve a problem before I actually know how things are going to play out. Where instead, just saying, okay, I'm going to embrace the container that is the shelves that exist anyway, because that's the size, whether there's containers to separate things into or not, that's the size, right? And that's going to be the size. And so I'm just going to say that these shelves that are freshly painted, (laughs) so these are great. And yeah, I'm going to enjoy these and I'm just going to put things there and it may not be ideal, but it's going to be great. And then I will live with it for a while and figure out what would be actually helpful because if it's not helpful, then it's not actually solving any organizing problems. Right. But as you live and you go, okay, these washcloths keep falling over. If I had a container for the washcloths, that would make this easier as opposed to, you know, containers, they're actually too big for the washcloths and they make it hard to put the towels in. And, you know, all that kind of stuff happens when you haven't actually lived with the real reality of the space and what's going to go in there yet. Right. Yeah. And I think that helps with the letdown too. You know, you don't have to, doesn't, you don't have to have a perfect plan because life happens and you're not going to know how you're going to live with it. You know, you're not going to know how you're going to use things in the future. And that's really And the ultimate goal of organizing is function. I mean, like, is this going to make it easier to function in my home? We haven't lived in that house yet. So it's really hard to tell, which is one of the reasons why it can be so frustrating to look at other people's organizing pictures because their space that they're doing is not necessarily anything like your space that you're going to be putting stuff in. Yeah hard. It's hard to get that out of your mind. But yeah, I mean, I, and I think too, that, you know, the beauty of it is that you've got plenty to do. (laughs) So much to do. And, you know, but really though, because it's more fun to dream about what it could look like. I mean, that's so much more fun, but taking time to do that, as opposed to taking time to pack, you know, is going to set you back ultimately, you know, so instead saying, okay, this is the time that I have these things have to be done. So I'm going to go ahead and, you know, final decision by final decision, at least the step that I can do now, which is putting it in a box or not. What else did you want to talk about? Um, well, you had in your list about wanting to keep things because you're not sure what your permanent space will permit. We kind of talked about that a little bit, didn't we? Yeah. Yeah. I like the curtains, for instance, I don't want the curtains that I saved five years ago. I don't, I don't like those anymore, but no, yeah. <laughs> they're in my storage unit and I need to let them go. Because, so what's keeping um, you from letting them go? Just, I mean, I, I don't know. It's hard to like in my brain to let something go. That's really good quality, but I need to just do it. But it, it's, you know, it's money too. You know, you feel like you're just throwing money away. Um, but also time is money. And I <laughs> don't want to spend more time going through this stuff that I don't like anymore either. I just need to rip the bandaid off. How many sets of curtains do you have? Honestly, it's Mm -hmm. probably about 10. That's funny. How many windows do you have that you probably need curtains for? Probably not that many. Seven. Seven. Okay. So maybe nine. Because sometimes it's like, oh, the hard decision. Can you pick your favorite seven and get rid of three? (laughs) Yeah. You know, now, obviously, yeah. too, there's there's sizes that are going to matter. Do you know what sizes you're going to need? Yeah, yeah, they'll they'll probably be taller. But I mean, I'm just thinking right now. I need something to put on my window so I have a little bit of privacy. Right. Um, 
and they would work. They would work for the most part, um, but I don't need all of them. Um, I can get rid of them. I've got bath towels that I don't know why I'm saving, yeah. but yeah, I, I can, I can definitely get rid of some things. Just getting, getting that through my head. <laughs> well, and, and, and choosing to look at it as the container concept, you know, as, I mean, that's basically the same thing when you say I have seven windows and I have 10 sets of curtains, even assuming that all the windows and all the curtains would all work, you know, just saying, okay, which one are my favorite seven? And just getting rid of those three, you also, your brain might go, I really hate these five, you know, but it'll, yeah. it just naturally helps you sort out the difference, you know, there. Is there, what about furniture? Have you guys been collecting furniture for the future house? Yeah. Um, my husband had some furniture that we have in storage that, I mean, we don't 100% need it now. Um, we're, we've been blessed, you know, to be able to go and afford to buy new furniture, um, as we're moving into the house. And so I don't need all of this old furniture and I really need to part with it. Yeah. <laughs> and so, um, I just need to do it. Can and you part do... of it's too, like, I don't want to throw his stuff away. And I, I think know. he, he wouldn't tell me if he meant, if it meant a lot to him or not, he would be like, oh, get rid of it. If you feel like you need to get rid of it, <laughs> it's your stuff. Well, no, I, I get that. And that's, that's kind of a hard thing sometimes, especially as a newlywed. Um, you know, one of the things I'll do with my husband is say, Hey, is there anything you would really love to keep? Because if there's something that means a lot to you, it's, and, and even still, I feel like sometimes I need to be really clear and say, if something means something to you, we need to keep it because it's, you know, now sometimes that, works the container concept of I'm like, okay, so you really want to keep this. So, you know, what are we willing to get rid of for that? And then it helps him make a hard decision too. But, but I do know sometimes, you know, if they're just trying to be nice, but then they also, I I know what you're saying, but if you have like, are we talking like couch tables? What? Um, Bedroom furniture. Okay. Um, like he's got a dresser in there and and a bed frame, um, all stuff that I'm not, necessarily fond of and I think we could probably get rid of yeah yeah do you um would it be stuff that you would use in a guest room or really not even yeah it would yeah it would it would just be for that but at this point you probably don't even really need it is that what you're saying or right yeah Yeah. I mean I I want to get I mean I don't I don't want the 1970s furniture I think now we're at a place we can go and get more even for the our guest furniture Um, and so I just have to get it, get it out of my mind that, you know, it's okay to let things go, um, because you just, you don't have space for it. And if it's not sentimental, like you're saying, you know, it's it's good to let it go. Well, and also the sweat that's going to go into that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, it's the, you're in Oklahoma in two weeks, it's probably going to get to hit a hundred at some point, you know, or whatever. Oh my gosh. But no, it's too soon. <laughs> I know, right. It's actually nice and cool today in Texas, but, um, but yeah, like thinking of, okay, the effort of that and just letting, you know, having that conversation of, you know, I don't think we're going to use that for that. Would it be easier for us to just go ahead and get rid of it now so that we don't end up moving it twice, you know, or nicking the doorway paint for stuff yeah. that we weren't going to keep anyway. You know what I mean? Like that kind of stuff. It's, it's one thing when it happens, it's another thing when it happens. And then you realize we never should have even brought this stuff into the house, you know? And so, you know, presenting it as what it actually is, which is it would be easier to get rid of it now, as opposed to moving it to the garage and then decluttering the garage. Let's go ahead and, you know, work on that, that process now. Yeah. Yeah. 
how would you, you know, for, for couples that are starting out, you know, where I was five or six years ago when I was just collecting things thinking, okay, one day I'm going to need it. How do you get around that as, you know, a young person who's wanting to collect things because you can't really afford things. Right. Um, and you're thinking, okay, you know, 10 years down the line, am I going to be able to afford it? I don't know. So I'm just going to keep it and throw it in a storage unit. How do you get around that? Want to find the perfect Father's Day card? Dad deserves better than a drugstore card. This year, surprise him with a special personalized card from Moonpig. You can add your favorite photos and a heartfelt message. Plus, no more worrying about stamps or going to the post office, because we'll mail it for you the same day. Every dad deserves a Moonpig card. Get your first card free with code PODCAST at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. So I think one of my big hurdles was I couldn't picture what my house was going to look like. So I really thought um, it was better to keep options. Now, this is all before I had any concept of there's a limit to space or really understood why my house was so hard to maintain or move around in or my apartment was or whatever. Um, The thing I encourage is for you to be careful of doubles. Like, you know, there's really... And I know somebody's going to be like, oh, there's a reason and here's what it is. And I'll be like, oh, yeah, I didn't think of that. But in a lot of situations, there isn't a reason to have three dining room tables. And to remember that you're moving into this house and you, you know, you've said you guys have the money to buy some stuff. And so you have a vision for you know, what you want this place to look like. And if this stuff doesn't fit that vision, it's easier to get rid of it now than it is to bring it in and fight against that vision or fight against the space. It's easier to live in the space and then go hunting and searching for the perfect thing to go in that space. Um, But I would just be, the main thing for me was that I wish I wouldn't have done was have options, was to think, to have this mentality that, I'm really just living in or having a storage unit so that I can shop from that in the future when it would have been more fun to not have to haul all that stuff and then get rid of all that stuff and instead just move and then actually shop for the perfect items. Yeah, that's fantastic. (laughs) You know, because it's... I still sometimes will see something, even at a Salvation Army, which I don't go that often, you know, but I'll go someplace like that and I'll see something and think, oh, that would have been something I would have been thrilled to have as my first table or piece or whatever in our first home. But I didn't even get to, it wasn't an option because I had three tables that I was trying to decide between. Do you know what I mean? So it's like I was keeping myself from the fun 
of actually furnishing my home, which when I say that kind of stuff, I was talking even garage sales at that point or, or Goodwill or whatever. I was keeping myself from that fun. And instead I had it weighing on me that I had so many options that I'd been collecting, which is, I mean, I really, it's embarrassing to me to think of the friends who helped us move so much stuff we did not need or have space for, you know, I think, yeah. oh my goodness, did they really realize, <laughs> you know, because our first house, we didn't have room for two tables, you know, so we did have to yeah. go down to one. Um, anyway, I don't know. Is that helpful <laughs> at all to think of it that yeah. way? No, it definitely is. For sure. And I think if I would have let go of the duplicate stuff that I had that I've been hoarding all this time, if I would have let it go earlier, I probably wouldn't feel like I feel now where it's like, I'm letting go of a lot of things that I didn't need this whole time. Like there's a lot I did not need. And now I feel like I'm just getting rid of like good stuff. And if I would have just parted with it back then, it wouldn't be so emotionally overwhelming for me to get rid of, go through and get rid of so much stuff now. And um, as you're doing that, when you have doubles or even triples, I know we had triples because we each had our own and then we got one as a wedding present, you know, of toasters or whatever it was. So, you know, thinking of it as I'm going to choose my favorite one, which for us was generally the wedding present. You know, it wasn't the hand-me-down that he had or the garage sale thing that I had. It was generally the wedding present. And you guys just got married three years ago. And so most of that stuff is probably still pretty new and usable and what you had imagined when you registered for it or whatever. So yeah, like thinking of it instead in that mindset of instead of letting go, I'm going to say, okay, I'm going to pick my favorite so that I don't have to move it twice. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And it's that big stuff, big stuff is hard to get rid of Um, and getting rid of it over time makes you kind of allergic to big stuff in the future. Like, I don't, I, I've just brought so many big things in my house because it's like, that's a great deal. How in the world is someone selling that table for $15? And I'm like, now I go, I know why they're selling that table for $15. They just want someone to take it away. (laughs) Yes. Oh, that's so funny. I'm my dad, my poor father this last weekend, we, uh, we need a refrigerator. So I found one on Facebook marketplace and it was, it was beautiful in the pictures and I got there and it was disgusting. And so it was so, it was so gross. Um, but I'd already committed to it and it was, I mean, it was overall in perfect condition. It just needed a good clean and you know, my poor father and my husband were, you know, loading it into the, into the truck. And my dad was like, do me a favor and never do this again (laughs) Um, for something that's in this condition or whatever. Um, But just, you know, I didn't, I didn't think of all the work that would go into having to load that, you know, um, when I could have maybe spent a little bit more time or found it, you know, for the same price at, you know, a big box store where they could have delivered it (laughs) too. Yes. I think it's that, and, and and it's hard to say because there are legitimately times in life where that extra $50 or $100 or whatever to have it delivered might be the difference in whether or not you could get it. I mean, so, so I don't ever want to act like, oh, just have it delivered. What's the big deal? I get that it's not, but I know for me, it used to just be my natural thing that if I could get it for cheaper, I need to get it for cheaper. And when they would say, okay, well, do you want it delivered for 150 or 200 or whatever? I'm even trying to be, you know, up high with that. I would be like, 
no, 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 no. We could save that money. And then I would regret it so bad. You know, it's like, I am currently looking for a couch because mine got stuck in the up position of the recliner part of it at the beginning of COVID. So it's been like a year now, you know, anyway, I I know. And I, it's one of those things where they couldn't come in and fix it because of COVID. And now I'm just like, I think I just want a different couch, which is, you're just over it. I am. I'm just, I'm just done anyway. So, and I saw one on Facebook marketplace that was exactly like what I wanted, but it, it wasn't dirt cheap, but it was cheap. It was significantly cheaper than I would pay for a new one. And I But it was like the experiences I have had in the past made me go, okay, what are the chances that it smells funny? Like literally, if it smells funny, I have to keep it outside and keep it in the sun and spray it with whatever until it doesn't smell funny anymore. And some, some place, and when I say smell funny, I just mean to me, you know, like, does it have some weird scent? that I'm going to have to deal with. And I'm like, okay, well, that's a potential hassle. There's also the, it's not going to be delivered. So I have to get my kid who has a truck who doesn't love driving places to get furniture for his mother anyway, but I have to get him (laughs) to go do that. And then what if we bring it home? I spend that amount, that amount of money, which is not, you know, $20. It's more than that. It'd be a great savings over getting an, and it would just like all these life experience things makes me, made me realize, I think I would rather save up and get it from someplace where they'll deliver it and where I can be guaranteed. It's not going to smell funny and you know, that it's actually, you know, so I, but some yeah. of that comes from life experience from your dad saying to you, don't ever do this again. You know, differently next time you're like, okay, I think I'd actually prefer. Have you seen that? There was some Facebook thing going around recently that said, it's probably for old, older people like me, but it was something like, <laughs> Hey, you, there, you know, when you're over 40, you need to stop um, asking your friends to move because they don't want to um, like slip a disc for <laughs> for a couple of pieces of pizza, you know, it was like, because it just becomes this, this thing. And, and yes, there are times when you can't do it, but I have to stop myself because my natural tendency is to always think, Oh, it would be better to get it for cheaper. Oh, it would be better to have three options. Oh, it would be better. And instead to go, what have I had to deal with in the past that actually my life would be so much better if I could eliminate all those potential things to have to deal with you know, and and if you don't move it to the new house, you don't have to declutter it from the new house. Cause you you know, you really don't want to move into a new house knowing it's going to be all about decluttering, even though there will be decluttering to happen, but it's like, that's procrastinating, you know, it's procrastinating and saying, Oh, I'd rather declutter later than now. And instead I'm going to enjoy my new house more. If I go ahead and declutter now and only take in what at least I'm pretty sure I'm going to want and need in there. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That's good. That's really, it's really profound. Um, as I was cleaning out this fridge and bleaching it from head to toe, I really realized that, yeah, maybe I should have, maybe I should have done things differently. <laughs> but you <laughs> have to, to go through that. I mean, we all do. Yeah. And I still yeah. do that. Sometimes I think, wait a minute, what did I just what did I just buy? And sometimes it's worth it. You know, I really want a leather recliner, like a real, real, real leather recliner. Those are so expensive. Yes. So I are. am determined to get one of those, get one of those used. But I also <laughs> am like, I'm going to 
get it for cheap enough that if it does smell and I can't actually use it, then I won't <laughs> regret it as bad. <laughs> right. Yeah. Because it has to be factored in, right? I know. Here I'm talking about smelly furniture. Sorry. <laughs> it, it, it's a thing. So. It is. I, that's I my it. big fear. We we've had some some things come into our house that I was like, oh okay, and and I it's usually like some sort of air freshener that I'm not it isn't my you know what not I would your prefer. scent. I know, and so then it's <laughs> yeah. like, oh, this has to sit in the sun until the, sun, and then it better not rain and all that. So. Oh, what a mess! Yeah. Anything else you want to talk about? Um, you know, I just appreciate you. I guess. Um, I just appreciate you. Um, your podcast has been helpful to me. We have a group of women at work that listen to it. Your books have been incredible. I, love it. I saw that you um, have a new one coming out next I year, do. maybe. So I, I put a pre-order and you've just made a big impact in my life, um, making things real. And I know you do that for a lot of for a lot of people. And so I just appreciate you continuing um, to, to have these conversations with your your fans, with your people. Um, I really appreciate that. So just well, tell me about your husband. You said he knows about me. I know some people hide me from their husbands. Oh, like what are the conversations that you have? Like, cause I, as you're, as you were setting up your home, had you already been working on this kind of stuff before you guys were married or. Yeah, no, I've been listening to you for a long time. Um, and my husband now you know, just listen to all of that because we, you know, I'll, I'll turn you on on a Saturday and then you're like blaring through the whole house, you know, oh, and we're so funny. cleaning together. So, but we've learned a lot about each other and about, you know, how we, how we operate and how we tick. And I even found out that he knew more about me than I knew about myself just last night. Yeah. <laughs> like Casey, you, you took all day to pack up two back, two boxes and it was, there wasn't a whole lot of stuff that went into it. So we're just learning about each other. So it's marriage advice too. Um, it's good. I'm just curious because I love hearing that you guys listen together or talk about it together because I know that's not the case for everyone. Does it give you common language to use when you talk about these things? Do you talk about clutter thresholds, containers, stuff like that? Yep. Yeah. hundred percent. And in fact, he's, he's more of, and I think he would admit this himself. He loves to procrastinate things. And so like, you know, take it there now and do it now instead of like creating a pile in your mm-hmm. living room of all the things that need to go to that room. That's one thing that he, he, and I'm like, Oh, remember what Dana said? Like how you should probably take it there now. Um, and then, <laughs> <Blame Dana>. uh, <laughs> yeah. So that's been helpful. Clutter threshold has been helpful too. Um, but that everything has a clutter threshold, um, has been really profound for us and how we look at everything. And especially going into the move, it's been helpful too. We we only have room for, you know, so much stuff. So. How does he feel about some of the stuff that you have in storage? Like what's his opinion on some of that? I married a very gracious man who doesn't have an opinion about a whole lot of things um, or at least keeps it from me. Yeah. Um, but he, you know, he would part with anything. And I think that's where him and I differ a little bit he would just part with anything. And I'm like, Oh, but this, this will mean something, you know, he was in the military. Um, so I, you know, when we first started dating, he was like, oh, I'm going to get rid of this, you know, uniform, or I'm going to get rid of this. And I'm like, Oh, my goodness, I should keep it, you know, our kids one day will want to see that. Um, and so I think he would be okay with parting with anything. He doesn't like clutter. But he also under he likes to save a buck too. So he's kind of with me in that. Um, oh, well, we might need this one day. Mm-hmm. And so we've struggled a little bit together with that. 
Well, I think, I think the wrong words, even though they're coming to my brain are to take advantage of that. I don't want you to take advantage of him, but also to be like, you know, it's that, you know, if there is something like military uniforms or things from his childhood to remember that you can keep one, you know, this furniture that he had, maybe there's one item from it that would actually be really helpful or that, you know, could be, this is what you had way back when, when we first started dating or whatever, versus the need to keep all of it, that keeping one and saying, I'm going to honor this, even though maybe you wouldn't ask me to. And then if that lets you, because that's, it's a, it's a hangup for you that you need to get over, right. Where you want to, you're, you're fearful that one day he's going to regret it. Well, we all have decluttering regrets. Um, (laughs) Yeah. You know, but if it helps you to be like, okay, I am going to, you know, keep, keep the one, keep the something small that, you know, has that memory, but it's not something getting in the way of what we need. Yeah, for sure. I'm a lot more sentimental than, than he is, but also, you know, when we were going through, um, I wanted to create a slideshow for our wedding and he didn't have any baby pictures because they were all lost in a move, Mm. um, whenever he was little. And so I, I hate that, you know, I want him to have those things. And so maybe I hold on a little bit more into things because of that. But you're doing it from a good heart. Yeah. You really are. Yeah. That's, that is very sad. I'm trying to. (laughs) It is sad. Those are memories, but. And yet he's turned into a great, wonderful man that you married. So obviously he did. (laughs) (laughs) He turned out all right. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Okay. I hope you liked that conversation with Casey. Um, I'm so thankful for her being willing to come on the show. She is one of my kindred spirits. She is a member of my Patreon community. Um, if you would like to know more about being a member of the Patreon community and why do I keep saying community? I don't know, whatever. Um, but if you want to know more about that, go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash a slob comes clean. And, um, find out what it means to be a patron of the show. All right. Um, remember again, if you want to join me on October 5th or after, if you can't make it on that day, um, to get the inside scoop on what it is that I do business-wise around here and how I ended up publishing books and blah, blah, blah. Um, go to a slash write. All right. I will talk to you guys next week.